Hi, welcome to Standing in Faith. My name is Kat. I'm in the studio with Jeff. Hey. We have a guest with us. Her name is Yolandi. Hello. And today we have another guest. His name is Steve. He is going to share his testimony. Ooh. Hi, Kat. <laughs> um, I received the email on Standing in Faith podcast on Tuesday of this last week. And I've listened and I've looked at and uh, many a times, but you have this offer out there that if anybody has a faith message, would they submit it in? Mm. And I was arrested of the Lord. I was <laughs> not allowed to do any more work. I was not allowed to enjoy lunch. I was not allowed until I recorded uh, this testimony that's happened over 20 years ago. Uh, but God made it fresh and new, and then I submitted it in, and thank you for having me. And I'm going to... Uh, All re- right, hold on. I got to interrupt right away. So you weren't allowed to eat? <laughs> no, I was not allowed to enjoy eating. Oh, you could put the food in your mouth and chew it, but... But it was like yeah, it had like, no like, taste. Yeah, yeah. It was like, this This is just a rudimentary, like doing push-ups or something. Mm-hmm. And I like to eat, so... Uh, I <laughs> so until that you wrote out your... Your testimony. Right, of this this happened many years ago, and it's nice that the Lord brought it back and made it fresh and new. Now, I was warned not to read it, but to stay on track and to stay on pace. I'm going to read a lot of it. You guys can comment in, and uh, anything that's unclear, just jump right in. Um, I've been blessed to serve on a praise and worship team playing saxophone since the early 80s. God has blessed me with a talent to play sax by ear. Most worship bands lack the funds to produce musical scripts for their teams. Normally, you're given the lyrics with chord progressions over the words. It has been a walk by faith in the Spirit to hear where your sound needs to blend with the band versus accentuate. It requires listening closely to the band's sound and listening to where the Spirit wants to go. Yeah, hold on for a second here. So So, saxophone's an E-flat instrument. Uh, alto is an A f- flat, but go ahead. Oh, A flat? Okay. So then, if that's the case, I doubt most chord structures. I mean, Kat, you probably know better than I do. I doubt it's E flat or A flat. Well, the tenor and the soprano are B flat. So they're one step down from the key of C, which all music lyrics are written out in the key of c so you are you so you have to transpose so the key of c would be the key of d for soprano and for uh the the tenor but for the alto sax you actually have to go a third down which is like two and a half steps so it's that's what i'm asking you so you're doing that by ear or you're converting that in your head I do I do by listening to vibrations. Mm-hmm. I do I play by ear and I can find the 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 chord and the scale that it's in usually within three notes. Um, but now I'm a little bit rusty, but <laughs> normally within three notes I know what the chord is, what the jazz line is, what's the three flatted, the fifth flatted, and the seventh flat, and what's the ninth note. And I can do all that without thinking mathematically. I mm. hear it. I literally hear it. And I hear sounds that we would say i call it sounds out of heaven but they're sounds that are coming to know what you need to hit next that mm. aren't written on a script they're not written out and they're in a lot okay. of times we're playing live and it's not recorded i know that's <laughs> freaking you out so no no it's not what what's freaking me out is cat is not saying a thing but her head's bobbing up and down like going yes 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 <laughs> and i'm thinking to myself what, what? 
We play in all different keys. There's not like we there's no key that's like too hard to play in, or at least for I mean, because guitars can use capos, piano players can play in any key. I mean, it's it's not that hard. I mean, you you know. All right. It's impressive to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you're doing it by ear, and you're essentially been, flowing been, in the spirit as you're doing it. I've been classically trained, but to play right. on praise bands, I had to learn how to play by ear. Mm-hmm. I had to learn how to know when it was going to go up, because I have no script in front of me. I have no yeah. musical script in front of me what's going on. So around about 1983, I began to hear sounds from the Lord that were higher than what my alto sax could reach. So I had an alto sax. I had a tenor sax. But I had these sounds that were out of reach. I was I was perfectly trained on higher notes, but I couldn't physically create another octave up. I could only get about two or three notes higher, which what they call falsetta fingerings or false fingerings, uh, to get to that range. So I kept hearing these sounds. And when I heard Kenny G play his soprano sax, I could then hear the notes that I was hearing with an instrument to that range. So this is what started my journey of faith to believe for a soprano saxophone. Uh, now I'll jump ahead two more years. Uh, we just uh, received a nice tax rebate of about $2,400. A good professional soprano sax runs about $1,700. So this item could be purchased with the excess money, and I was ready to go to the store. So on <laughs> Thursday night, I decided I'm going to the store. I'm going to go buy that sax I've been looking at for a few years. And on Friday morning, the Lord, as I woke up, spoke to my understanding and said, uh, I want to give you this sax as a gift. Do not purchase the horn. Oh, I love that. Mm. Whoa. All right. So now now the obedience starts to kick in. At first, my heart sank (laughs) because I saw the instrument. I could have bought it, you know, on Saturday. But I did have a promise. Mm-hmm. Uh, the money was spent paying bills, and there was no way oh, I could. So okay, no, I, there's That's no way I could purchase a sack. We need to go back here. Okay, so okay, so you you got this from the Lord. How did you decide it was from the Lord and not the enemy? Because mm. that sounds to me like something the enemy would like to rob from you. Mm. Well, question. when it says it spoke to my understanding, it's I'm pointing to my chest. I'm I, I know the voice of the Lord when He speaks. Usually the enemy speaks in my ear on the left side or the right side. He doesn't speak from within. So the voice that was, to mm. my understanding, was coming from within. Mm. So I could trust that. Number okay. two, does the enemy ever want to give you a gift? Mm. Usually not, except kill, steal, and destroy. So, um, okay, so you decided, all right, that's from the Lord. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't like deciding that it was from the Lord. I mean, I had, and you I said, had my okay, heart Okay, I'll wait. Mm. Yeah, All I'll, right. I'll let it go. Okay. Um, and um, the money ran out. And even with the money running out, the dream started fading into the background, into someday, which is code for never. Okay. But the faith seeds were planted, but I wasn't watering them. I, I just had to let it go because mm. yeah. there was no way I could purchase it. But the Lord said he'd give it as a gift. So about six months go by, and I've heard about of a Jesse Duplantis, Jerry Seville conference that was going on in Charlotte, uh, Charlotte Center in November to do a crusade. Uh, 
my friend Eddie, who plays trumpet, and myself on sax set our faith to be uh, the brass section for this praise and worship team in Charlotte. Our goal was to get a chance to invite Jesus and Jerry to come to Raleigh for service. So, you know, three-hour trip from Charlotte to, to Raleigh, mm-hmm. uh, that's big, and the, all the setup and all of that. So we, f- we, dis- we heard to invest in them so that our faith seeds would then turn around and they would invest in us. I spoke with the praise and worship leader. His name is Doug. I'm just going to use his first name. And he was Jesse's personal uh, praise and worship leader who travels with them up and down the East Coast and some to the, West, uh, to the Midwest. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, Doug said to me, we have all the band players from two local churches in the area, which included two brass players. So he said, we got all the players we need. <clears throat> I shared with Doug that we would be at every service, and if he needed us, we're available. We were going no matter what. Yeah. He said, come join us on Thursday afternoon uh, rehearsal, uh, because our first uh, event was Thursday night. So join us Thursday afternoon rehearsal, and we would audition you. Uh, but there is a slim chance that he would need us. So here we go to Charlotte by faith with no promise. Uh, when it came to uh, rehearsal time, the other brass players were nowhere to be found. Mm, what do you know? Yeah. yeah lo and behold, <laughs> yeah. you show up and they there no is no... Showed, they no-showed the event. After rehearsal, Doug said, we're in. So step one of faith came to pass. Mm. We're going to play Thursday night. Now, we had the responsibility to play Thursday night, 7 to 10, Friday morning, 10 to noon, Friday night, 7 to 10.30, Saturday morning, 10 to noon, Saturday night, 7 to 11. And the reason the time frames grew in length is that because when it came to ministry time, the crowds got bigger and bigger. So yeah. we, we had about 2,500 people on the last night, but they went from about 1,500 up to 25. So we have to play spiritual background music wow. to all that. So I had a... I, I had a few scars from, from the play. <laughs> uh, the worship times were powerful, and we had to play background music for the ministers. And uh, it was energizing and exhausting. We got yeah. to see salvations, healings, deliverance among the ministry times uh, with a front row view. I mean, we're elevated. We're just watching them. We're just playing and watching and playing. So there was times I didn't even think I knew I was playing. I was watching what was, what was being ministered. Uh, we couldn't hear everything because we're putting out a sound, but uh, it, it was very exciting. Um, so I'm ready to move on. After Friday's morning service was completed, a man named Nico uh, came to me and asked me if I wanted to play his soprano sax for the services. He said it was a bit rough to play because it needs work, but he would be glad to offer it, and I leapt at the invitation. He fetched the horn, and he gave it to me to play. This horn was in such sore condition that I could only get squeaks out of it. Mm. I expressed my gratitude for the opportunity because this will encourage my faith. The dream came back into me. Mm. On Friday's break, I drove to a local repair shop and and, uh, repaired the horn. At the shop, I purchased a new mouthpiece and a box of new reeds, and with a small $100 investment, I could play this horn. We're going to have a great time building my faith, playing finally the notes I've heard for years. Hmm. Speed forward to Saturday night. After the conference was completed, immediately Nico comes to the stage. I think, I think he wants his horn returned, <laughs> so I quickly hand him back his horn. 
and I express my gratitude for the opportunity to play the soprano sax. Nico says, can you get Doug to come over here? He needs to witness something. Mm. We had to wait for about 15 minutes before Doug was finished uh, greeting his friends and loved ones. So Doug approaches us, Nico, Eddie, my friend, and myself. And Nico says, I want to sew my most precious musical instrument. He says, I have a music shop in the Dominican Republic where I repair and build guitars. I need funds to continue the business. And I heard the Lord say to sew this saxophone into Steve. So out of his obedience to the Lord, he showed the soprano sax. He sewed the soprano sax into me, and the gift came from the Lord. Mm. Step two of faith came to pass. Wow. On the best is yet to come. Doug pauses, steps back from Nico's presentation. In hindsight, it looks like Doug is praying. Doug steps forward then, and Doug asks Nico, you build guitars in the Dominican Republic? Yes, sir. Will you build guitars for us and distribute them to folks in churches of our choosing? Nico replies, yes, sir. Doug shares, Doug shares this with us. It costs a fortune to ship musical instruments overseas into foreign countries, and half the time the product is stolen and never reaches its destination. Mm. My wife and I have a, a, a fund to supply foreign countries with musical instruments, but we want that instrument constructed within the countries. Uh, so I'll go off script. Uh, Doug and his wife built a warehouse down in Florida and have all the guitar parts. So they have all the, the wood, mm. all the necks, all the frets, all the strings, and they ship them in separate boxes so nobody steals the products and somebody has to assemble them <laughs> oh, in the, in the okay, foreign country. I get it. Right? I get that's it. smart. Okay. Yeah, that's a great idea. And that way, they're, all of a sudden, they're building a community that can self-support, too. Right. Right? And the products get yeah. to the people that yeah. have the desire to play. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So... Doug says to Nico, we're looking for people like you, and you're the first that we found. We want to sow $20,000 into your business, and we need to talk. Mm. Step three came to pass, not my faith, but Nico's faith. Mm. I was just a witness to God's great goodness, and I mean, it went off like dominoes. It was like ding, ding, ding. I mean, I I, I still stand in amazement. And then I were just back with glee. We just backed up with glee and just witnessed a trifecta of faith coming to pass. The faith walk took years to come to pass, but it went farther than ever expected. It blessed more than me because it was meant for bigger things. It needed to expand my vision on how God works with his kingdom. God works with God, in brackets, Jesus. And in Jesus, all of his children reside. Hmm. This soprano sax has been an amazing gift from the Lord, mostly on the way it has been presented. To this day, it still humbles me when I play it, and I do reach to play it. And it took about a few more visits of volunteering time to Jerry Savelle's ministry that within about a year and a half, they did come to Raleigh. So wow. that's an extra. Nice. Wow. All right, so let's let's play this thing backwards a little bit or go back to the start. So 
you get this money, you, you're like, oh, yay, I can buy one. And then Lord says, don't buy it. We talked about that. So then- A brand new one at that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So like untouched, brand new, wouldn't have to fix it, just eager beaver to go get it. And then what happens is you said, I, I wish I could remember the exact way you said it, but the promise faded. No, the dream faded. The dream faded. The promise okay. never faded, but the dream faded. Okay. It's, it's, a, lot of, it's mm-hmm. a lot of times like you're supposed to work your, work out, walk out your faith. Yeah. And so, you know, some people will repeat it over and over again. I was taught that way to do it or put scripture verses up and remind yourself of the promises of God and, you know, review them. Mm-hmm. But those seal of moments of going back and reviewing and reviewing and reviewing, um, this dream just had to be put to the side, you know. Husband, four children to raise, um, the attention. I, I can tell you I was never heartsick, mm. but I really, really wanted to make those notes come out yeah. and, and, and to be heard. Uh, so th- there was there was still when I was playing with bands and stuff there was still the driving force of you know Hearing I can hear these sounds I can hear them but I just can't get yeah. them out. So when wow. this Nico had this soprano sax, what was going on inside of you when when you became aware of that? When I said the dream came back, it was like click something mm-hmm. that was off for. You know, several years. It was like, it was like the next day. Mm. You know, from being heartsick to now having an opportunity to to get to those sounds. I didn't think about you know, you know, taking a gift or receiving a gift or this and that. He didn't even sound like he was giving me a gift. He just said, "Would you like to play this?" And I jumped at the <laughs> uh, at the opportunity to play it because it would build my faith, and I needed mm-hmm. something to build my faith. Mm-hmm. And so the opportunity to play it, and then re- I was my whole intention was I was going to make the horn in a better condition, right. giving it back than what I received it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's where I'm going next, right? So yeah. you got this thing, you're thinking, okay, I'm going to make this this sound that I heard, and then you started, and you're like, yeah, this isn't going to do that. How 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 were you processing it at that point? Was it like, well, a, any up it, a higher than a low, or there wasn't any higher low because any person that plays a woodwind instrument, we got so many keys that get bent. You can look at the horn wrong, and it, you know, the pad will break, and <laughs> an air will leak out of it, and this and that. So my first response was was how to improve it. Literally, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a sound out of this, and. All I can get is squeaks, so I need to go find a mouthpiece that works. And then there was four pads on the horn that were leaking, and they were aged, and one was cut, and so it leaks like a sieve. So um, there was a lot of hope once I knew that the horn wasn't in good condition that we could get it there. Um, There was a lot of hope I was going to get a good sound. And I got a great sound out of it before I left the repair shop because we weren't leaving the repair shop until we had a good sound. Yeah, so that's what you mean by like building your faith. You 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 saw it as an opportunity to step into. Like you kind of knew working with instruments, like it's not what will go wrong, but like when and like what will you have to do to refurbish this? Like it was really an opportunity like you said, to build your faith. You weren't getting this brand spanking new, like, ready to play. You knew there was going to be work. 
Well, the fun part was I didn't know the value of soprano saxes that mm. um, at the time. Right. I was just looking at new ones, and I knew some of the value. Um, when I got to the repair shop, I quickly found out from the repair people, this is a really good soprano saxophone. So mm. we're not talking $1,700 now. We're talking close to $3,000 range wow. of a Yana Kasaba okay. Japanese volume between these certain years. And the uh, my appreciation for Nico went up through the roof because he said this was one of my most valued possessions. Right. Okay. Wow. Oh, but, I didn't know that. It, but it looked like a piece of junk when it came to me. It couldn't play when it came to me. It was it was barely usable. So for me to value that, right. I didn't get the understanding until we went to the repair shop. And they go, this is a valued horn. So they were able to evaluate it. So I knew that I was going to get a great sound out of it if wow. I could just get it to play. Right. If you could put some work and effort. Yeah. Mm. So what was the time lapse here from the time that you wanted to buy it, but then you're like, I'm going to be obedient and wait to Nico stepping in? I think it was six months. Okay. Um, but from the time that, you know, Thursday we're at Charlotte. Friday I get the invite to play it. Friday afternoon I fix it. Friday night I play it. Saturday morning I play it. Saturday night it's given to me. It's like bing bang boom boom. And wow. then the blessing to Rico for, you know, what he set his faith for. Um it's this one's a good one. Wow. It, That's awesome. It energizes me. I haven't seen a trifecta before, but I do want to share this with the listeners. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not going on. Mm. That's right. There's times when we have to open our eyes and think beyond what's needed. And I really believe that the delay was God had to find somebody obedient that wanted to give their horn. Mm. Just think about, he flew him from the Dominican Republic to Miami, Florida to come to Charlotte. So, and he uh, happened to bring the horn with him, and he brought right. the horn in the back of his car that didn't work that he wasn't playing. Correct, yeah. Mm. Who does that? He travels with something he said that's he's had broken. a lot of guitars yeah. stolen from his home, so he possessed he he valued it, he brought it along. But you know, wow. it's a whole lot easier to carry than guitars and keyboards. He took it to keep it safe, to safeguard it. Yeah, he kept it close. Wow, awesome. Let's bless the listeners with this one. Okay. Huh? I think that this is an awesome story of God's manifold blessing. Right. Lord, we're just grateful at times that you just keep pouring and pouring and pouring out your love. You pour out your peace. You pour out your joy. But also you pour out um, prosperity. You do bless us with gifts. You do bless us with things. And we want to stop and say thank you first. We're grateful, Lord, for these things. In the areas of faith, it says that you are a reward of them that walk in faith. So I call for a blessing to everyone that is listening. Keep walking by faith. The Lord likes to make possible impossible things. He likes to bring them out of the invisible and bring them into the visible. I also speak a presence of, of confidence 
that what God has asked you to set your faith by, you will have the confidence to encourage it and to know that God is going to bring it to pass. For those of you that are in the midst of waiting and, and what's there, I just bless you with the Lord is abiding with you. Continue to have the conversations with them. Continue to walk things out and talk things out. Mm-hmm. And lastly, faith is meant to come to pass. And when it does, you got to have more faith to start. Blessings. God, you created everything that is seen from what was not seen. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, you're so cool. Thank you for including us in your story and in these amazing things that happen. Oh, I love it. Thank you, God. Holy Spirit, bless the listeners in the waiting. Mm. Bless them in the trusting. Bless them in the hoping. Fuel the waiting, the hoping, the trusting. Such that when when all of that faith comes to pass and it's substantively before us that it just become a tree of life for all to encounter yeah lord i just i listen to the story and i just think how cool is it that one man got an opportunity to look at something that barely worked um, and needed needed some help. But I kind of wonder if that's how you look at us sometimes, just um, if we're willing to allow you to step in, um, if, if, you know, we are just present and you can put a little work into us, just how much it impacts other people around us. And I think this story is personal, but I also think it's communal and the, the fact that it touched many people's lives Mm -hmm. so i just think it's super cool and um god i just pray again for those in the waiting that it's it's worth it amen 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 david cat and i sure would appreciate your feedback if you've enjoyed today's episode please click like or rate us with five stars and be sure to leave a comment If you've not already subscribed, please do that and turn alerts on. This way you'll be automatically notified when we post our next installment. You have our permission to share this episode. If you have a story you'd like to share or a question we can answer, you can email us at fellowshipcast7 at gmail.com.